make it there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit. Where I, your host, T. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. So, starting off with um, my little commercials. First of all, thank you to you. Uh, guys who have been taking the listener survey, I really appreciate you guys. I've loved seeing your answers and um, it just feels good that I'm getting this feedback. So thank you for that. Um, the link is in the bio, uh, not the bio, but like in the description box. And I'm asking you guys to fill out the, or to take the listener survey. This way I have a better idea of who my audience is. I can make assumptions about who you guys are, or you guys can tell me who you are. Being uh, more aware of the demographics that you guys fall into and the uh, and different things that you're interested in particular as it pertains to travel and topics in general, allow me to pitch for better collaborations, have guests that you're actually interested in, and also to pitch brands for sponsorship for the podcast. So and there's that on that as well as, what was the other thing? Oh, like and rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to because this allows the show to be seen by people that you're not talking to about the show. This way, strangers and people who have no idea who the fuck I am have some other type of, um, I guess you can say, not influence or inspiration, but we all check ratings. We're staying at Airbnbs. We look at the ratings. So- same with the podcast. I'd appreciate if you would uh, rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, final little note, just want to say thank you, a special thank you to my OG bestie, Tila. Um, she really, really gave me a thoughtful um, gift after my grandpa passed. And I'm looking at it here as I have it burning. It's a bedside glow chakra candle. So a friend of hers, Nadia, hey girl, uh, has a, has an Etsy shop. And in particular, she's got a line of chakra candles. And this one in particular is the heart chakra candle and the shit smells fucking delicious. Absolutely love it. Not a sponsor post. I just really like the candles. So that link is also going to be in the description box so that you guys can, um, buy them for yourselves because shop black owned business not just in black history month but every month and uh this week i am specifically suggesting that y'all buy from nadia so there's that um so if you are watching on the youtubes which do i put that i think i put that in the description uh box as well like in the episode description but you girls on the youtubes if you don't know already I'm there. And if you're watching, you can see that my girl Flo is back. Flo, my diehard. My, <sighs> I, I want to say my fave guest, but you're like one of my favorite people. So it kind of would be a biased, right, um, you know, like we're real life friends. So it's hard to just be like, oh, you're my favorite guest, Flo. Well, yeah, you're my friend. So, hey, girl. <laughs> How is you? Baby, I'm so happy to be back on. I'm so happy to see you. Like happy new year. Yeah. I haven't seen you. Like when was the last time we even FaceTimed with the crew? It's been a minute, right? 
Yeah, very maybe before the holidays, a very long time. Yeah, everybody's had a lot going on, uh, family wise and you know, personal wise. We do need to do that check in again. But yes. speaking of a lot going on, this um, episode, I was. I won't say long awaiting because I knew it was going to happen. But as soon as you told me what happened, I knew that, okay, so we always have some shit to talk about, but this is definitely a conversation that we will be allowing others to, um, you know, peek into and hear how it went. So what about that uh, most recent trip you took? So tell the people where you went and what the fuck happened. Well, let me introduce myself. Yes. Hi, everyone. Right. I assume that people that are listening already have listened to past episodes and know time. who that this beautiful person is. Please do introduce yourself. My apologies. Hi, everyone. I am Lola, aka the Lola. <laughs> La Lola. <laughs> All the way from New York. <laughs> Afro-Latin descent. <laughs> Go on, baby. All the demographics. Rapping for the Afro Latinas from I'm Dominican Republic. Five five. I have brown eyes. <laughs> Hazelnut is my favorite uh, coffee flavor. Bustelo, <laughs> my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the fuck so, we drink in this house. All time, right? Come on, we're we're on the go always. But yeah, hi guys. Again, I'm Lola. I know you guys probably remember me from the last time Dana and I were speaking trap. We're grown and we have more experience to share. And with she all. is moving around. We're gonna wait for you to sit still so you can we don't hear it in the audio. Oh, sorry. sorry about that. Sorry about that, baby. Yeah, I'm Lola. Um, nice to be back. Thank you for having me back, Dana. Mm-hmm. I really love it here because you all inform us with real information that travelers want to know that's happening now (laughs) I do my best I do my best so I was recently in Dubai Mm -hmm. for New Year's actually I was all right so pandemic happened and you know the world I mean people are traveling but things are quite different just because recently they changed the travel restrictions for if you're traveling international for Americans you have to test negative 24 hours prior Mm-hmm. You know, they, they changed that like in November yeah so whatever that was so in December I did travel to St. Kitts mm-hmm. and Nevins and that was December the beginning of December and then for New Year's I did travel to Dubai now before you get into the most recent trip you have been traveling um over the course of the pandemic I know you were you were stationary for a little bit, but then you started. Yeah. Where was when? Where I know you went to. You've been Hawaii. to like Nigeria since. Like, did oh, you go yeah, back to before, Nigeria since? Yeah, I haven't been back to Nigeria. I no? haven't, which okay. I miss immensely. I miss so much, but I haven't been back. I don't know why I thought you, you went back like a couple months ago. But go ahead. No, no pandemic was just. It's been you know. I mean, for everyone, it's just been such a hard time, and as well with the new strand the Omicron coming out, you know, as a traveler, if you get COVID abroad, you have to, you have to, but that's, you have to budge that in. This is not something you go, okay, let me take a flight. I have, or, you know, I'm going to have a $2,000 budget, whatever, $1,500 budget. If you get COVID. That budget's out the window. (laughs) 
So now you have to add, you know, just in case that happens another thousand or another, two, you know, we don't all just keep in like mind. That. Also, you don't know how long that country is going to quarantine you to for one before they're allowing you to leave the premises or before they allow you to like move freely in their country. And then two, you still have to test negative to get back on a fucking plane. Yeah. So wait, actually, I think yep. also, don't you, or isn't the caveat that you can fly, fly. you need a negative test or like um, a doctor's hours. order yeah, or, that yeah. says that you've recovered and quarantined the sustained amount of time or the required amount of time. Okay. Okay. Cause then okay. I was thinking, damn, cause people are having positive COVID tests. Even 90 days. After. Right. Right. After. Okay. But Correct. Go ahead, you tell. Go ahead. Let, right. let and, know and what some countries you need the antigen, but anyways, America to cut, travel back into the states, you need a negative PCR. And as so, a as a housekeeping note, just so that we're clear, um, look all this up before you go someplace. We're the, today is what February eighth, twenty twenty two. So the nature of what we've all seen COVID to be is that doesn't mean that whatever we're talking about today is going to be the procedure next week, next month. So if you are planning on travel, please look into whatever the updated protocols and procedures and rules and all that, uh, all that jazz is for coming in and coming out of whatever country um, you'll be traveling to. So there's that. So please continue. Yeah, um, right, because the rules are changing so rapidly. So as well, what, what is the rules for where you're traveling to if you do manage to have COVID? So um, now I went to Dubai for New Year's um, with two girlfriends of mine. Mm -hmm. And before going, that was definitely on my mind of, well, if I catch COVID, and the Omicron variant was out, it's something to be like, hmm. But, you know, I love to travel. I'm a traveler. And I took up on the offer. went <laughs> 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 anyways, right? Because, you know, it's something about, I mean, travelers can relate, you know, I get a thrill of getting on the plane. Mm -hmm. It's a thrill for me, heading to the airport, getting on the flight waking up somewhere different, meeting new people, tasting new food. You know, it, it, it's like a, it's a high, I get a high off of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know Thanks. you do, but it's like, I, it's like, yeah, like I get a high from it, so. And escaping the problems, you know? Of course. <laughs> and escaping the problems. I had an episode about that as well. It's one of the first 10 or 20 episodes, I think. I actually went through the list of past episodes, but it's in there using travel as an escape. So as an escape, feel free right. to check. Like, fuck all that that's going out. So how <laughs> did your trip to Dubai go? So it went. Um, everything was good the first couple of days. Mm -hmm. But then I ended up catching COVID mm. out in Dubai. And I wasn't able to travel back. Um, into the states to probably after like five days after I tested. So I had I was able to stay for a week, twenty eighth to after New Year's to the first. But mm -hmm. then when I went to get tested, I found out that I, I was bet. positive. Then I could not fly back. So it was like a whole dilemma from that. 
Um, and to be clear, so you tested negative. You had to take a test to fly there. Right. Yes. Okay. 72 hours. So I tested negative. Mm-hmm. And, but over there, either I caught it. I don't know if my friend had it. Right. She was sneezing first. And she had COVID. So we were there December. She had COVID in September. So oh. I don't know if she gave it to me or maybe I caught it on the plane. Who knows? Right. You just don't know. Um. Um, now the funny thing about it is that I have friends in Dubai mm-hmm. and I was very skeptical with taking the test because mm-hmm. I was like, well, once I take this test, I'm going to be in the system and the health department contacts you because now and you have COVID in the, yeah, the health system is, is alerted. Now they contact you. So I I was kind of having I was having symptoms and she's sneezing and I'm like, oh man, we probably got the vid mm-hmm. and like you know whatever I need to go home. Now when so, did you did you get any did you have any symptoms of COVID? I was just fat- yeah fatigue tiredness okay. you know sneezing. So yeah, you felt like did you so offend so did you feel like something was wrong or was it the test that told you something was wrong? Well, you know, we were uh, yeah, I was like sneezing, I was, was I was getting cold, headaches, but okay. it just felt like a cold, like just like the sniffle, like a cold. And the, what's but fucked I, up about it is that when you travel, that happens a lot as is, just from being yeah, in that and gross as well, ass the airplane. Time difference. Air. Yeah, you know, I'm on a twelve hour flight, like you know, with a ten mm-hmm. hour difference. So I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe I'm just tired. Maybe it was the flight. Right. I mean, I'm jet right. lagged. Maybe, you know, I don't know. We're not sure. We're like, no, no, no. But one of my friends, like, she would, like, lay down and then wake up and be really fucked up. So I'm like, damn, shorty got the vid. <laughs> now, when did it start? So let's say you got there. What, what, when, like, what day of the week did you get there? And then when did it, like, when do you think you started oh, feeling? Yeah, I got there like the 26 like 27 and like maybe three days later it started oh that sucks yeah like three days later when she came and she was like sneezing but you know again we're thinking we're good we're thinking like no 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 it's not it's not the thing like we're good we're good and i'm like hmm. right you had just gotten tested three days ago yeah we're not thinking that but then now but when we got tested and it confirmed Oh, we were like, oh no, that's why we were so tired. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to say, I know y'all gonna laugh, but I really needed to come back home because first, Dubai is expensive. It was not in my budget, mm-hmm. not in my budget. I will repeat, not in my budget to blow the whole bag starting New Year's like that. Yeah, in Dubai, like I need to come back home. And it's not time- like you're in. Yeah, I like know, fucking. Paris or you're in uh, Austria or you're in, you know, Oslo or you're in fucking Dubai, like one of the most expensive countries in the damn world of all places. Well, right. And as well, like one of the worst things is being sick, not at home. Yeah. Because at least at home, you're in your bed, you're comfortable. Now we have to go to the pharmacy now with the cootie girls. As we're, we're staying in a hotel, they got to alert the health system. I think the health system, we have to alert the hotel because they mm-hmm. have to take certain measures to disinfect the room. Oh, we'll get into that. They wanted to charge us extra. Ooh. We were like, absolutely not. They, yeah. 
they said they wanted to charge us extra to disinfect the room because we had like we were like no we're not gonna be liable for that but we'll get to that part mm-hmm. but um before then I really needed to get home I really emphasize that so I had called a friend of mine was like you know, like, I need to go home. Like, how strict are they in Dubai? Mm-hmm. And he was like, sis, don't you dare mm. do anything funny and do not because Dubai is not the place to get locked up in or be anything, anything. Just get in trouble at all. Dubai is not the place. I was like, okay, copy. Yeah. <laughs> That's clear. Like, glad clear. you did so, not do that. Glad I consulted the friend first. Shout out AK Banky. <laughs> Shout out to Banky. But I was like, okay, let's not reroute. But I knew that once we tested, we were gonna be flagged. That's the yeah. issue. Once you, you know, you you they they once you test, they do alert you. So okay. I said, okay, well, all right, well, then this is just we're just gonna have to test and then just see you know what happens next so the rules were that you have to quarantine for 14 days once yeah exactly exactly was that 14 day period sorry sorry sorry, i'm sorry they had lowered it to 10 days okay sorry it would they they had like just changed it like that week because the omicron is not as serious as the other sorry 10 days okay now question though for that 10-day period, did any of that, was any of that included in the time that you were already there? No, because you were trying to leave when you took the test. It's not like you randomly took a test the same day you started feeling sick. So it's like your week had already gone up. Like what you had allotted for, like what you had budgeted for, like what you had already paid for was done and over with. This is not just, this isn't like on your second day of a five-day trip, you found out you needed to stay an additional, say, seven days or something like this. This is a 10 days on top of the five or seven days you were already there. Right, right. But even if you did have it before, it only counts from the day you tested. Of course. And you're not and you're not testing. I mean, granted, if you just got random tests with you and test whenever you want. But for the most of us, we're going to test when it's time to leave. To leave. So at oh, this and point, you have to tip, yeah, and it's not like it's free, like New York, where you could just walk up and you've got the free PCR. I think for my first, oh my God, it was just a nightmare. Um, I the test was 127. Hmm. Well, I I I I did numerous tests. I did many tests because then as the days prolonged, I really needed to like exit out. Right. Um, so I must have spent like on oh, oh please budget that y'all. I must have spent like maybe five hundred dollars or four hundred dollars getting tested. Yeah. Every day trying to get out. So every I, I I'm gonna test because being I started having symptoms now. Um. Before I said okay, well let me get tested to see. Um. So you do need to calculate if you're going to travel. If you catch COVID, you need to have extra money for. Pay to pay for accommodations, food, medication. Mm-hmm. God forbid. Hopefully everything goes well. But if you need to see a doctor, mm-hmm. and if that country does not um provide free PCR tests, then you have to pay for the PCR test out of pocket. All right. And it's not like you have oh. to be. Go ahead. 
Yeah. And being that it was New Year's and it was so many people in the country, they were having um, delays in the testing lab because it's only like certain, you know, it's only like, well, how many testing labs? I don't know, maybe just a, a couple. But they were also because I, I needed because we're Americans and we need to travel back in less than 24 hours. We need the rapid one, which is 15 hours, 10 hours. But because mm-hmm. the labs were being bombarded, they were as well pushed back. So it was just uh, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Headache on top of headache. And it's not like Bitter. you have to do something wrong to get COVID. You know what I mean? It's not like you have to necessarily be uh ridiculously risky to get COVID. No, like no it's a communicable disease you you just have to exist you have to just you know leave your house to get COVID. it's a risk for everybody at this point yeah. wherever you are even if you stay home from traveling it's a risk when you travel and go out it's a risk so it's it's a risk across the board the risk you assume when you travel during a pandemic is that you're now going to have to pay out of pocket for all of the, you know, sickly expenses. So what was that experience like for you? How, how difficult or easy was it to, and then also you were traveling with people. So now you got to be sick with people, like know who you're traveling with. You know what I mean? Like you want to be sick with these people. Can you trust this person to, you know, like it's one thing to do like a quick trip, run around, we get getting drunk, having a good time. Woo. Fun. But when you don't want to be bothered, is this somebody that you could be bothered with? Do you trust that they, you know, make good decisions in certain, like in that realm of life? As well, does the other person have it in their budget if they're sick that they need to stay? Because what happens if you plan a gross trip and maybe you you have enough budget or maybe you don't and the other person does? Yeah. And that kind of, you know, are you just going to, and then you, I don't know, you're going to leave the other person stranded or how does this work or medication? It's just something you should definitely consult if, if you're planning a travels trip or girls trip, guys trip, mm-hmm. it's something that you need to speak because it can happen. Damn. And that could lead to, I'm thinking that could lead to like a little bit of resentment. Like say y'all get sick together, right? Y'all went in on the hotel, the accommodations, the food and everything for the trip that you guys planned to be there for, like the leg of the trip that you agreed to be there for. But then if you both say ends up quarantining, but only one of you has it in the budget. So now you have no quarantine. So you got to pay for yourself regardless. But now do you feel like I'm carrying you because we both needed to be quarantined? And while we both split the expenses for the part of the trip that we have planned for, now here we are and I'm paying for the both of us or you're paying for the both of us. So that also leads to a little bit of hmm, like that can test a friendship, that can test a relationship. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it it could make a break. I'm going to be honest, it can, it can make or break because in the process of you being sick and having to do COVID tests and being together, you know, you're freaking out because you don't really know what's going. So for example, with the person I was with, she needed to contact her bosses, contact everyone, Mm -hmm. let them know, Hey, I'm sick. You know, she has anxiety. I have anxiety. I don't even know what's going on. Like what's going to happen um and it's just it, yeah it can make a break of fresh <laughs> it could make a break so these are things to definitely consider if you are definitely planning on traveling 
So how, what was the situation with the hotel? Where did they, make, I mean, did yeah. they make you stay someplace different? Did you stay in the same room that you were at? So um, we, okay. So once we got tested and we came out positive, where um, did you test? Did you test at like a medical facility? At a clinic. Yeah. At a clinic. Okay. So you'd mm-hmm. already checked out of your room and everything. No, thank God. Being that we had to check 24, we had to do the COVID test 24 hours. Mm-hmm. We did it the day before. Okay. So the rules were, um, we couldn't leave the room or we couldn't leave the facility where we were staying in the hotel mm-hmm. until we were con like we had to contact the health department. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was holidays. So they, cause they needed them to, um, log us in. Mm-hmm. Right. So, just, so they need to log us in so that we were able to travel with the after we were quarantined to get that certificate as okay. well. They give us our options, like if we could afford to stay there or if not, they would place us in a in a they will place us somewhere as quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, thank God we didn't have to do that. You know, we, we were able to afford to quarantine somewhere else. OK, but I know that those units were like shared. I guess like a room with three people. I'm not sure what's something of that. And I was just like, I can't be sick with anyone else. <laughs> right. With no strange ass niggas. I don't know you. Yeah, I can't do it. Like I can't. I'm already stressed out, worried. No. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so the health department did, you know, it was just a whole mess though, because the health I'm I was trying to contact the health department. They were closed because they were holidays. So they didn't open to like the next day. And that's like the like third, right? But thank God I flew Emirates. So Emirates had a, a right, and also to change your flights. If you book your travel, are you gonna book with insurance? Does that airline allow you to change for free and no cost? Yeah. Um. Thank God Emirates had that we could. I was able to change it, and they wouldn't charge me. Like Did right you, on the app. Had you booked your um? Had you booked it with insurance? No. Emirates was already offering that. Thank God. Oh, nice. Yeah. They offered that option without you having to pay any additional yeah. on you. Now, yeah. did it matter because of the class that you flew? Like if you no, fly- it, doesn't, it was economy. It was economy. Okay. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So that was great. So, but as well, something, if you, you know, does that airline allow free change if you have COVID mm-hmm. and they're going to give you a hard time? Um, again, when you're abroad, even to contact the airline, sometimes it's a hassle, yep. it's different area code. They're going to charge you. It's just a mess, but it's definitely just, a, you should consider these things. Oh, that's nothing- something you also just made me think of consider the data on your fucking phone for that whole time. Oh, yeah. Cause I know for, I was just having this conversation, um, recently cause I just changed my, uh, mobile provider where, I remember I used to have AT&T where I had like, I think I had a, a, my base plan was considered like an international plan or some shit so that I could pay the $10 a day and use my data the same as I used it at home. The travel pass. Yes. That shit was clutch. Loved it. Had no complaints. It was worth the money. I was great. But now I think I have to pay like $70 if I want like a certain, I think it's like $70 gets me. 35 cents a minute for calls, free messaging, and then like two gigs of data, right? But it lasts for 30 days. And I always was saying, well, I'm never going to need all of, I'm not going to need like a travel plan or whatever. Yeah, for no fucking 30 days. But I don't even get two weeks in a row off from work. So 
anything longer than seven to 10 days is a little ridiculous for me. But in this case, that shit would have fucking paid off. Can you imagine now having to, and if you don't have, or if you only put on your, or if you only notified your carrier, all right, I'm leaving and I'll be back on the 5th, but now you're not leaving till the 15th. That's even like, you got to pay to be able to use your phone. What's your sick ass doing in in the hotel all of this time? Like you ain't going to do nothing but be on Wi-Fi. Hopefully if they have good Wi-Fi at wherever you end up. But even me, like when the health department was calling me, I had to pick up that call because I needed to get in contact with them. So now I'm here stuck with $120 bill of travel pass of minutes of you know, <laughs> factor that in too. That's like an, That's how a whole nother factoring in PCR test, extra hotel, food, medicine, data coverage, not including transportation. Man, some, that's why now us travelers, we're definitely thinking twice. Like, hmm, do I really want to go? Should I just mm-hmm. be acting like this? But um, but yeah, the health department contacted us. Um, we had to quarantine. Mm-hmm. and um, we couldn't fly back until we were tested negative or had quarantine at 10 days. Okay. So what were the, uh, did, so you stayed in the same hotel or you went to a different hotel? So we were staying in, you know, of course, because we had planned it and it was in our budget. Um, we had stayed in a nice room. Thank God, washer, dryer, all of that. Beautiful. But thank God when I found out I had COVID, I had to call, you know, make an emergency route and say, okay, we're going to stay here for a couple of days. And we checked into the hood. After that, we, I was able to check out, go to a hotel because mm-hmm. we were staying in like $800 a night, mm-hmm. $900 a night. So of course we can't, we're not doing that. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I was not able no to check out. Shit. No, we were able to check out and and go somewhere else, which is not, I mean, it was, I guess, the hood, not really the hood in Dubai, because it's Dubai, um, <laughs> where they, where I was, I was just like, where the working class lived, right. I believe, yeah, and so, I found a great deal, like $90 a night, or $100 a night, oh, hell yeah, and then, yeah, and I, so I was like, oh, thank God, and, you know, I was like, oh, God, thank you for looking out for me, because I was scared, hell yeah, well, especially during the holidays, bro, Yes, when the prices are up. Yes, yes. Um, We were able to find that and then check in and then. So what, how did the staff treat you? How did the staff take care of you? Like you have to notify them, I assume. um, Or do you have to notify the hotel when you check in or make accommodations for your quarantine that you're quarantining? Like, do they have to know that you have COVID or do you just check in? Like, do you have somebody checking? They didn't ask. They didn't ask that. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So do you have somebody like ensuring that you're in a quarantine room and that you're not leaving? Or do you have free range of motion like you do in the States? Like you can come and go as you please. You can free range, but I do. I think they might track your phone. I Ooh. think they track your phone. God damn. Yeah, yeah I think they, they track your phone. Oh, how'd you find that out? Um, because I they wanted they want you to download the the the, the health department wants you to download that app, and I believe through the app they track you. <laughs> Oh, 
I'm doing the way you get Like you could get fined, right? Yeah. Yo, that. Listen, y'all. I'm, 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 I'm. It was, it was no joke. I'm very happy that I just the negative day five, and I was able to get out. Damn. So okay. So then, follow up question. Did you guys like go get food or did you like order food? Like how did like, cause I'm thinking like range of motion, right? Like what if for some reason, like you could, like you needed to go get medication. Not every country has um, a pharmacy next door or not even next door, but like an Uber eats or an Uber service or like any kind of service, a delivering pharmacy, if you will, that'll allow you to have medication sent to you. Like, I don't know if Amazon fucking works out there so that you could Amazon yourself some fucking Theraflu or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, you now have to go get medication, but if you're supposed to be quarantined and they tracking your phone, they send these motherfuckers running up on your door. Like, I don't know, like there are different things that come to my mind right? in terms of, okay, well, I have to leave to get medication or, you know, I can't afford what you charge for delivery here or, you know, the room service is trash. So I need to go out and get or you stop delivering at a certain hour because a lot of countries and a lot of different regions and areas. They close, yeah. It, at it's a, completely at a different than time. Yeah. what we're used to as New Yorkers. You know what I mean? Like we can find food at two o'clock in the morning. You may have to go a little bit out your way or it may depend uh, what you're you're going to have access to depending on where you're at. But for the most part, anywhere in the boroughs, you could go you could find food in a 10 mile radius, a five mile radius. You know what I mean? But that being said, like how. I don't I don't like using the word like, well, how free did you feel to leave the room, like get air, like go for a walk or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, what was that like on your mental? What was it like? Well, what were I'm going to be honest. I, I my budget was tight, so I went to go get some food next door because I can't mm-hmm. afford room service every night. Right. Every, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner. No, 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 no. So thank God where I was staying at the first hotel when I knew that I was going to step into the hood, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a supermarket and I went food shopping. Good. I bought my juices. I bought my teas because the next room I had booked was like a small studio. Mm-hmm. So I had um, a couch. I had you know, a kitchen in mm-hmm. the first room. Of course I had a kitchen as well, but in the second room I had a mini kitchen that and for travelers. Of course we would, we like that because Hell you yeah. can prepare like your breakfast. So you yeah. don't have to go out and actually buy breakfast, you know, if it's not included in the hotel stay. But, you know, I like being able to reheat shit because I never finish yeah, all and, my and, food, and, and really. I my teas in the night. Right. And I, I'm on a budget. Like, no, we're going to. So I had a kitchen. So I went food shopping, preparing mm-hmm. myself, good, went to the pharmacy, good. got medication, got vitamins. And then. And you pretty much just stayed inside. The hood. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. But I did walk. I, I did go. I, I was able to walk and go get food, mm-hmm. not from the hotel, and then come back, and everything was okay. Okay, cool. Because in my head, I was thinking that they like saran wrap you into the room, like they put like tape or no. something over the door, and I thought that it was way more restrictive. Um, when you tested positive overseas, I, I guess also it depends on where you're staying. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, where, it absolutely where. depends on where you're staying, uh, the type of government or procedures that they have in place. I know, I think I want to say it's China. China has like a no positive rule or no cases rule. I don't know. It's something wild where like um, yeah. 
their quarantine situation or their um, protocol and procedure for how they handle positive cases is a bit uh, excessive from the couple of lines that I had caught in the article before I had to go back to work. But that Mm -hmm. being said, what was, how did that play out on your friendship? It was two of you or three of you guys? So the third person who was staying with us, she didn't test positive. Oh, she was good. Okay. And she was able to go home. She went to Sri Lanka. Oh, nice. So she was able to fly out. Well, her boyfriend came to meet her and then she went to Sri Lanka. That's um, where she's from both. or that's just like... No, no, no. She's here. Trip. Yeah, she was here. She had just planned. She was already over there in the UAE. So she was just, you know, being able, able to travel over there. Okay. Um. No, so she tested, you know, negative and me and the other girl tested positive. Um. So yeah. Cool. So thank God Um. I met what the girl I quarantined with. I met her really much on that trip. Well, I had met her before, but we didn't really get close to that trip. But I thank God, thank God that she was very positive. She did landmark. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. I she did landmark or momentum? She did landmark. Okay, yeah, I didn't do landmark. Is that the one? Yeah, I um, did momentum, but you know, it's all in is the- Is that like the, the one uh, Mila was talking about? Sharmila was talking about that one? No, I don't think so. talking about something different. else? Okay. No, but thank God we were kind of like on the same, you know, Wave, yeah. journey. I was on the same vibe. Copy. Yeah. So she was really like, okay, let's drink your medicine, drink your medicine, stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need? Um, I do want to say there was one night that I was so sick. Mm. Like I had body shivers. Like I was not good. And like that night, I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to go to the hospital in Dubai. Like this is what's gonna happen. Cause I was just like, I was so fucked up. Like I, we were in the dark. Like I had to even leave the bat, the light in the bathroom on because I was just shivering, sweaty, cold. I was like, I'm going to the hospital in Dubai. That's a scary <laughs> thought. That's a it's scary thought. It's such a scary thought. Like, oh, and that too. Like, you know, if you have health, you know, complications, like, do you, and you're gonna travel and you're a traveler. Like, are you? Would you be prepared to go to the hospital outside of America? Right. And then also it's just like traveling in. the question yeah. of like, do you feel protected? Do you feel safe when you get to the hospital? Like, I don't even like that. I don't, first of all, I personally hate hospitals. Everything about hospitals is just, none of it sits well with wow. me on my spirit. I, I just, it's too, it's too much for me personally. I, it, I, it's, there's too much emotion in the building I don't necessarily think I'm an empath, but I I think that I am sensitive to other people's energies and all of that stress between people being sick, people dying, the stress of new life, even like the joy and the happiness and the excitement of people being happy about, oh my God, this person is surviving this, or this person's getting well, or this baby's being born. That mixed in with all like the negative energy, the I'm worried about this person, or I don't do well. I don't do well. I fucking hate hospitals. It is always overwhelming for me without question. And the idea of not even like, and I'm not even a patient when I go to the hospital, thank God. You know what I mean? I don't know where the knock on. Knock on this little plant (laughs) here. But that's me not even being a patient. Like I can't imagine how 
uh, what's the word? Being uh, hospitalized in another country. And what happens oh. if you don't even speak the language? They trying oh to explain God. something to you and you waiting for an interpreter to show up <clears throat> and try to make medical language make sense. Yeah. It's really like a testing time. So I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm not traveling anywhere. Like this lesson, mm-hmm. even though I have the antibodies, like I'm good to go now, but I'm still like- Cause you oh. had COVID before. Did you have COVID last year? Yeah, I did. So I had both. I had COVID twice. So also mental note that folks, you can get it more than once. Just because you get it doesn't mean that you can't get it again. Well, yeah. Cause so. I think it was like the different strand. Like I, oh, I, know, course. I know this, right. But still you can get it again. Right, because I know some people are just like, oh, yeah, I already had it. It's cool. And I'm just like, you you do know it, it, like, you can get it again. Like, care about yourself. Care about taking, making sure, not even care about yourself in the sense that you need to change your diet, exercise, eat, eat this, drink that, and do things differently. But it's just, like, simple things. Be mindful, like, yeah. It, thank you. Wearing a mask when you're in, like, crowded settings or you know, um, washing your hands, making sure that you're not putting your hands in your eyes, your mouth, your nose, your ears, like all those entrances to your body, all of that are ways for bacteria, germs, and viruses to get into your system. So it's just like, even if you feel like vaccinated or not, you just got to care that you don't put yourself in a situation for someone that wants to be, that wants to take advantage. Cause that's my fear that someone would take advantage of me in my sickness. Like I don't trust that I can go to any hospital and be treated with the same care that I would treat someone mm. else. I don't trust that someone is going to see the value in me that my family sees in me. You know what I mean? And that's my fear. And that's for me, that's what made me want to personally get the vaccine. It's just that I didn't want to, I didn't want to die. I know that I am relatively healthy. I don't have any uh, traditional pre-existing health conditions or any health concerns or anything of the sort. So I, I figured if I got sick, I would probably get over it. But I know nigga like me don't like being sick as it is any fucking way. I don't do sick well. So I would not want to be in a predicament or a situation where the variation of sick that I experience is anything worse than it needs to be one. And then two, knowing how I feel about hospitals, I'm going to do whatever I can do to keep myself out of a hospital. And then if I did end up in a hospital, I would not want to be that very, very um, difficult case that needs to be triaged in comparison to who all knows whom else is in the hospital with me because as soon as we get there in my head I'm depending on other people to do something for me and I hate depending on other people because now I'm at the mercy of your biases I'm at Mm. the mercy of your mood I'm at the mercy of what all else you have going on and there are tons and Hundreds of people in thousands of people. I don't even know how many people could be in a hospital at one time, but we all know there's hundreds of people in the hospital at the same time fighting mm-hmm. for the same limited resources. And my point was, I don't want to be in competition for those resources when I know that I am black, I am a woman, and I am not exactly in the demographic of people that everybody fucking cares about. So that being said, yeah. I'm I'm going to I'm going. <laughs> put my, my health. I was never my mother never played that shit anyway. So I've always been one of those who like just don't 
touch shit when I go out for the most part. And I've always been pretty good at not touching my face while I'm out and about. But I see people all the time. You know what drives me wild? And I feel like I'm fucking rambling, but y'all gonna get this shit on today. Cause guess what? My fucking podcast. So (laughs) fucking crazy is when people take their gloves off with their mouth. Like I've seen people like, yeah, you bite the glove. Oh no, that's not good. Yeah. And take the glove. It's like, Every time I see it, and I see it so often, more frequently than it, it just boggles, boggles and baffles me how people can put a glove in their mouth. To me, that's like putting a fucking shoe in your mouth. You know, you touch all types of shit that you wouldn't yeah. touch hand it with a yeah. glove, and you put that in your mouth. Don't be one of those people, guys. I really hope better for all of you that are listening or watching even if you're reading a transcript of this somewhere somehow instead of listening y'all don't put gloves in your mouth it's fucking disgusting and it creeps a lot (laughs) i don't get how some like i've seen the grossness that some people do just like you know rubbing their eyes after they you know your order you know you order some like some things on a screen in certain police places or if you're buying a metro card yeah and you get in a metro card and now you like rubbing your eye or some shit like that it's just like yo do you know what the fuck you just touched they you don't even notice it when you're doing it it's just like a habit shit i do i notice if i (laughs) (laughs) and for me it's like it's always been ingrained in my head like don't put your hands in your face. My mom was very, very, very strict about that as a kid. Don't do it. So I guess it's from, I guess it's just a subjective thing. Yeah. But when I see people do it, you have no idea. You have no idea. And it's just like, try to keep those things limited, even because, you know, it's COVID ain't out here getting people that you think deserve to get it. People don't deserve sickness. It's a part of life. So it's like, it's not like it's relegated to those of us who live terrible lives. Anybody could get it. It's it's equal. Anybody. There's no exception. Anybody. So what else about your COVID experience? Any other remarks? Um, I want to, I know that some health insurances do offer um up to a certain amount if you get sick abroad mm-hmm. so maybe um you want to maybe give them a call and sometimes we're not aware um I think my health insurance um, I have health first I, I believe they cover mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's exactly how, how much the amount but I did call when I came back hey let me just check to see if I would be reimbursed if you have any medical expenses they do reimburse I know sometimes you're traveling and you don't really think about it and you're just you know, on the whim and thinking, no, but this is just good information to have because, you know, you do pay for your health insurance if you're American <laughs> and, um, Hey, they, you, you probably, they're probably able, you just want to know you put, you, you will probably qualify to get reimbursed. So why not just call and find out, you know, what is the premium or what you're entitled to? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I was going to ask you, what would you tell your listeners? Did we chuck all the boxes of travel insurance? I always buy travel insurance at this point. That's one of those things that I don't necessarily feel, especially 
during a pandemic, I personally don't feel comfortable uh, traveling without travel insurance, especially considering for the most part, it only runs me like I've never spent more than $50. I've spent from like $16 all the way up to maybe like $45, $50, I want to say. And it depends on where you're going, how long you're staying. And then of course, like some of the things that you plan on doing, like if I'm going to Uh, like say that little Euro trip that I went on where I did, um, I think I did London, I did Austria, I did um, Rome for a couple of days and I did Tel Aviv. I hit like all of those. Oh, wow. And I did Amsterdam. I did all of that in like a week. So I wouldn't need a plan that covered water sports. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't need to check that tier I could choose a tier that didn't necessarily include a couple of the you know like those types of activities that I did say when I was in Guadalupe that was tons of water sports tons of like hiking outdoor shit so you can find different plans that are going to correlate to what you may need to have fucking covered right and I I can't I don't feel comfortable without it I don't necessarily buy the insurance from my flight, depending on how much it is. Like if it's something negligible, like $20, you know what I mean? Anything more than like $35, $40. I think maybe um, if you book through Amex or let's say you have like, you know, the, I have my Delta or if you have American, I mean, um, yeah, American Air. Yeah, the Amex. Who, yeah, depending as well, those credit cards, I believe they, they do offer some type of travel insurance. I'm not sure, but I think, you know, some of them do or whoever, you're, you could look into that as well. If you don't want to buy it or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that you just, you know, you got it. So, yeah, some you of your cards it. will offer different, um, travel, like the different perks. Yeah, yep, absolutely. I do know what you're talking about for because i have that amex that gold amex the the delta the delta one yeah that one. and i know that i think they uh, like they're supposed to be like one check bag free um yes the what was the other one i think you have like a certain sky lounge access at a certain point like there are a lot yeah. of different things like that's supposed to make that card worth it I will say personally, in my experience, I have not been able to uh, recoup or receive any of those benefits that they have offered. I remember the trip that I took with my mom to St. Martin. We flew Delta. I booked it with my Amex and we were supposed to have like that sky priority boarding. So that when you buy, when you yeah. buy your card and your flight, you fly Delta and you pay for it with your fucking Amex, you're supposed to board according to um, priority boarding, like the Delta Sky shit or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. didn't fucking happen. That was not printed on the ticket. Don't, that, that's neither, whatever. Cool. I don't check bags. So I didn't, I don't know if- You don't need the check on. bag. I don't do the check bag. That's inconsequential to me. Um, my mom didn't need to check a bag either. What I was going to say, um, sorry to cut you. I just don't, I want to let everyone know. Um, I had Delta to, I think the the first year of pandemic and I didn't call again, but they waived that annual fee for me. Which one? 
Oh, the annual for you know, yeah, birthday. because of pandemic, I believe they waived it. Mm-hmm. And there's another one, and um, if you have like the platinum. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you have gold, platinum, yeah. you, you get, if you have like the platinum one, you get like a free companion. Like you, if you buy one ticket, you get the other one free. Really? Yes. I think it's, I don't know if it's gold, platinum. I really, I think it's Well, the I tell you it ain't gold, bitch, because I got a gold and now I'm <laughs> That was Well, they are extending it. They're extending it to 2023. So okay. if you didn't use it, you can call them and say, hey, what's, you know, pandemic. But that's not, that's only on domestic flights. Buy one, get one free domestic flights. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can use it up to like 2023. And if you have any credits, they did extend it as well to 2023. So we have some time, y'all. No, we use all our Delta credits. I only have okay. um, the e-credits. I have JetBlue credits. Personally, I'm going to hold you. I... I think JetBlue is probably my favorite airline. Just on the really? absolutely, absolutely love JetBlue. I really think it's the culture of the company. That's one of the companies where they'll, I've seen some of their stewardess with like tats, piercing. Oh, yeah. I personally just love that. That's, that's important to me. Not just because right. I have tattoos, but even before I got tattoos I always felt like it was dumb to kind of feel as if certain um forward-facing jobs like jobs that you deal with the public would restrict you from body modifications and while I get it I understand that you know some people are very traditional and they like to keep that in alignment with their business practices and when that's your business you get to make those decisions it is what it is but I know that I personally um align more with company that don't put those restrictions on their, right. their staff and their employees. And that's one of the things that I always enjoyed about JetBlue. They're, they're just way more fucking comfortable to me than anybody else. Like I don't need to buy a business class seat to feel comfortable and I'm not very big. So for me, little old me to be uncomfortable sitting in a seat, I know that people who are more aligned with average size are fucking miserable. So right. it's like, I, I don't want to be uncomfortable in this seat at all. And I've absolutely been uncomfortable on plenty of airlines and on plenty of airplanes because it was like, that weren't JetBlue. And there was a third thing about JetBlue that I like, I'll never forget. I don't remember where the fuck I was going, but there were like ridiculous delays. It was like one of those snowstorms someplace. Oh, that I was gonna oh. okay. I want I'm, I was gonna say something about if you're traveling and delays and the layovers. Continue. Okay. They I think I know what you're gonna say too. Um mm-hmm. but they were I wasn't flying JetBlue at the time. They were like the terminal like next to me. And mm-hmm. when I tell you whomever their gate agents were had the whole shit turn like everybody was laughing <laughs> they were fucking singing they were handing out snacks like it just it was a party oh, it was good. a little vibe over at the little jet blue gate they were having a great job and it was employee led like they were just being positive in the face of so much wild shit that was going on and as a consumer i wished that i had booked with jet blue that was the experience that I would have wanted. Like I'm stuck here as well. Thankfully, I get a little bit of positive energy spill over from y'all over here having a good funky time. But I'm over yeah. here 
feeling like so y'all just got my money and it's fuck me huh i don't get no kiki no giggle giggle no tickle tickle bitch smile we gonna get you <laughs> at some point nothing but jet blue good times they about waiting on the electric slide to happen it didn't but i will i have not forgotten that i have not forgotten that and for me energy matters the way people make me feel matters and just like the general tone is a a selling point for me i'll spend money for shit like that but go ahead and say what you want to say about uh um god right i feel like because the cold, you know, with a pandemic, it's like we have you have to make sure you check all the boxes. If you lay over, if you have a layover, that's something else to think. Because I think um, even though you they check who okay, even though okay, when you are going to fly and you have to lay over somewhere, they're definitely gonna act you for that PCR test. But my girlfriend lay over in Kuwait and they were nagging her for that PCR test. Like they asked her like repetitively. She had to show it all over again. So I guess that's something else to consider. Like if you get sick and then you have to lay over like. Oh, yes, yeah, so you much. don't. Oh, good point. That you, I, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Um, it's worth noting whether or not and how long your layover will be in another location because they may just say, huh, I understand you're not staying long, but we don't want you at all. Like then And then you- what happens like if you book a lay, like, okay, so thank God I flew direct with Emirates, but what happens if I had to layover and then I had like that COVID and I have, is this, is this too much? Yeah. Or you catch COVID layovering somewhere. Oh no, 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 no. Um, I as well, God, so many things I want to tell you guys. Um, actually, okay, with Delta, they do offer, right? Delta, come your check because I'm giving y'all so much air time. <laughs> but um, they did, you can travel to Dubai. I think they partner with Saudi Air. And okay. I was looking at that because they had a flight. Um, I think it was like 40,000 points, like one way um and then um to fly with um to dubai but you had to lay over in saudi with saudi air oh um, i love those so it was like it was like jfk to um saudi arabia saudi arabia to dubai but because of covid i was like I'm, i don't want to take that risk yeah and fly with them and and one of, um one of my other girlfriends was flying with like egypt air and it was just like a whole big headache like to change the ticket you right. know, because of the COVID, and then you're airlines. calling. It's a different. It's time. It's a different number. It's a different time zone. They have different uh, rules. Um, opposed to like Emirates being so lenient, like so. Yeah, that's it. Damn, that's a good point. Like, if you have connecting flights, you have, mm. to, or if your um, your flight say isn't with one or, carrier. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, at. like if it's like two more than one airlines, right? Maybe one, it will be okay. I'll change it. But what about the other one? Like, it's just too much of a headache. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing to consider since you mentioned um, layovers and stuff. That's another thing to just simply consider during, um, what do you call it? Um, Winter travel, right? Like you have to consider like, 
when you're going someplace in the middle of the winter, you don't necessarily want to have to uh, have too many pieces, too many things in line so that you in turn don't end up getting like it's bad weather in Minnesota, but you're going to California. But because your layover is through Minnesota, now you got to worry about like, how are they going to get you there? Your flight is now delayed, but you can't pick up your next leg of the flight to get from Minnesota to LA because you've got all of that middle space going on. I personally love a good layover, but I prefer my layover. But now with pandemic, it's after. questionable. Yeah, there's that. And then also it depends on where I'm going, what I'm going for. Like if I'm going for an extended, like long trip in another country, or if I'm going someplace where I would love to get an extra trip in the middle, like if I'm going for a wedding, I don't necessarily have time to go someplace beforehand unless I schedule it that way. Like I would then leave, say, with enough time before that or like after that so that wherever my layover happened, I'd be able to get out and do something. But I am not a fan of like the two hour layover. I'm not a fan of any layovers that one don't allow me to go out and experience what's going on outside or layovers that are too short to allow me to comfortably account for like a delay or something like that. Like I don't like a two hour layover, but if perfect sweet spot would be like an hour or so, depending on where I'm going, like if it's international and I have a layover. Yeah, I was going to say, I want longer than I want two hours or longer. I personally would prefer, give me a whole, like a 48 hour layover. Yeah. But then, but then that's when it gets tricky because if it's a 48, let's say you do like to travel like that with long layovers to go explore, then you, you what about the PCR test? That will expire. And mm-hmm. then are, is the airport going to give you a long time? Like, do you have to then do the PCR test over there? It's just too much of an addict. Yep. That's also something at be this test. stage in the, um, in the game to really <laughs> consider because while, the kid does enjoy being able to see <laughs> for like a day or a night. That's not exactly a viable option when, you know, testing in and out becomes part of what's mandatory. Or you being able to like, okay, well, I was only going to stay here for 24 hours. I have COVID now. I got to stay here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. So do you have anything else you want to live, leave the people with in terms of having COVID abroad and mm. um, what that experience was like for you? Would you do anything differently? Would you do anything definitely the same? Like, did you have anything in place prior that made your experience uh, more easeful? Yeah. Um, of course, like, hello, we all know to pack medicine when you travel, but I was rushing and I didn't. Oh Oh. my God. Like, you know, as a traveler, you have to have that medicine, like Tylenol, Dayquil, NyQuil, just throw that in there. But of course I didn't know that I was going to be there like, you know, six, 10 days. So have a medicine. I know it's like, and that's like the simplest thing. Having a medicine, y'all, it's so important. Important, especially when you were abroad. Like I can't get no nightfall. The nightfall knocks me out. <laughs> and then also, um, you don't know. You don't if you don't speak the language. All that shit is in the language of the country. I know. I wanted <laughs> my stomach started hurting in Thailand. So thankfully, my driver was. T- and I had all. I had a whole bag of pills. 
all the different things that I could possibly want. Fuck around and left it in the room. But I had already gotten in the taxi and like 10 minutes into the ride, my stomach started bothering me. And I'm like, oh, it's too early in the day. I got all day to go. So pharmacy, like medicine doctor or like doctor with like, I didn't, it was, I had to communicate to this man what I, where I wanted him to take me. And then I got there. Of course they spoke English. But then she's trying to explain to me, like, what to take. She's asking me, like, what kind of stomach ache? Is it coming this way? Is it going this way? Is it staying here? And I'm just like, miss, I don't know. I just know (laughs) it hurts. Give me something. And so she gave me, I think I still kept the pills. I ain't never going to take them. But it's just like, it's all in tie. It's all in tie. And so she explained it to me. And she tried to, like, mark, like, here like one day and there was a little section where it was in english but for the life of me i don't even know she gave me a couple of different guys options make too. sure you have yeah. your medicines in a little ziploc bag and whatever do not do not forget your medicine because nope. you just never know yep. as, yes so pack even your as, if it's something like overarching like a fucking tylenol we know tylenol isn't necessarily the best for covid but it could at least get that headache under or I, I be protein, right? Whatever. Something yeah. so that yeah, you can I need then to stop the body shiver. Something get you need to do something better. You ain't just sitting there, balls to the wall, just miserable. How I was. <laughs> um, being sick abroad is, you know, yeah, it wasn't not fun. Of course not. You're sick and you're not in your home or your blankie that you're comfortable with. You're in a hotel, mm-hmm. and then I think as as travelers, I. You know, when we're ready to go, we're ready to go. Yeah. When I'm ready to go, I want to leave. I don't want to stay. I already did everything. I don't want to do that. So it was not the best, but it wasn't the worst neither. Yeah. Did you enjoy any part of the trip? Were you able of to? Of course. Yeah. Good. Yes. It was amazing. I, I did want I did want to um mention that. Um, I saw New Year's by the Burj Khalifa. Um, mm-hmm. they blocked the streets over there. So, like, there's no taxi going, like, similar to, like, New York and Times Square, like, that area. Right. Um, they block the streets over there, and, like, you have to have, like, show, like, you're going, like, you have reservations, and you're staying in that area for them to let you in. Um, it was a great time. Only the, the vid came and tried to mess it up, but everything else was beautiful. Of course, it's Dubai. Right. <laughs> All right, people. So, where where can we find you? Where can the people find Lola? All right, y'all. Y'all can find me at my Instagram, la underscore reina NYC. So la underscore reina NYC. How do you spell reina? All right, let's go. So L-A underscore R-I-E-N-A NYC. There we go. I'll obviously have that in the description box as well. And um, that's it, y'all. If you had any more questions about... um, Lola's experience in Dubai, DM her. Just ask her yourself. I was gonna say, oh, you can ask me. You know, you have her Instagram. Hit her up. Yeah, DM me. Yeah, I will ask no questions. And then, what about you, Dana? Do you have anything to tell your followers about like traveling and COVID and? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing. Um, I've been doing. I think we covered it. I think we covered everything. It's and also because I haven't in this conversation in particular. Thank, first of all, thank you so much for talking about that experience. Like being sick isn't fun at all. 
And um, it's not pretty. And it's not necessarily something that a lot of people want to go back to and recall and talk about and remember. So thank you for that. But um, thank God I have not been sick as of, um, I haven't caught the vid yet. Um, Thank God. Yeah, I'm hoping to still stay clear, you know. Um, But I am, I've been doing more road trips actually because of the pandemic also i still haven't renewed my passport that's another thing i'm fucking up i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get to it um oh actually now i can do it because i changed my address on my license and i want to update yeah lots of different little steps that i had to do but i'm i'm getting there that being said i've been doing a lot of road trips to kind of mitigate that need or the anxiety around what if I get stuck? What if this happens? Or what if the what if, what if? That being said, um, we've had such a good time. We have had such an incredible time just seeing shit all over the fucking country. We haven't gone further than, I think North Carolina was the furthest that we've driven recently. Then we did um, Nashville. We did Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And then did um, Cincinnati. So that's the furthest. And then, oh, well, before that, the furthest north we went was Vermont. Um, And then we did, of course, like Philly. We did Hartford. uh, I think we did one other time. Well, we're planning a trip in March. So we may or may not do South Carolina. Okay. In that trip, but we're definitely going to do a um, little DMV stop through. Like we're going to do DC, we're going to do Maryland. We might do Virginia. It it depends on what, because he's got like a really solid itinerary so far. It just depends on what we're committing to the weekend before and after um, in terms of, you know, familial obligations and you know events and things that we really want to go to but it's like we already had this plan pretty much worked out so it's like what do we want to you know wiggle around with but I would say just be comfortable when it comes to traveling during a pandemic because you your opinion at this point is what's going to guide you you're going to either feel comfortable traveling now or not feel comfortable traveling now. And either way you decide at this point, if you're here, I assume you're grown. So you just have to be prepared to accept whatever consequences come right. either way. That's it. Right. If you decide to travel during a pandemic, then just keep yourself and everybody else safe. I am right. not a fan of the cavalier, fuck everybody, I'm gonna do what I want, boss to the wall you know, like sharing drinks with strangers and just total disregard for public health in general. You know what I mean? And that's even before COVID, you don't share drinks with strangers. But that being said, like, if you want to travel, travel, but just be smart about it. Protect yourself and protect other people because you may not think you're a carrier, but you may be a carrier. You're bringing, you may be, bringing this into a community that is already stressed and tapped with their resources. The same way if someone there 
gets you sick, regardless of whether or not you brought it there, now you are dealing with their strained and overly tapped resources. So regardless of who got who sick, it really doesn't matter. It's not like people that, it's like people that get AIDS aren't bad people. People that have herpes aren't bad people. It's a fucking disease. That's how life and organisms fucking work. People get sick. So you don't necessarily have to do something bad to get COVID. You just get it. And at that point, (laughs) right, right, you really do. You could go to work and get it. You could go to church and get it. You could go nowhere and somebody bring it to fucking you. At this point, it's like, I think if we were to step outside of making it a good person or a bad person disease or making it something that you deserve or don't deserve, just take care of yourself and care enough to take care of other people. For me, that's really the the most stressful thing about COVID is that people have been able to show how boldly they don't care about anybody but themselves. It's for me, seeing people speak one way or another is even if you're not concerned about your response to COVID, even if you're not concerned as much Um, with you catching it yourself, like if you're not worried about your own personal safety, I think it's very, very selfish to just not give a fuck about getting anybody else sick. Regardless, I'm so happy, like even when I was a carrier, like I had my mask on. Right. Even when I thought maybe I had it and I'm sleeping next to my girlfriend that she didn't test positive. Um, she tested negative. I had my mask on. I'm like, I don't want to get you sick. Like, no, nor her boyfriend. Like, I'm putting this mask on. And it just baffles me that if you're not concerned with you, if you think it's not something that's going to kill you, oh, people don't die, people don't die, that's fine. So then you feel comfortable with that on your spirit, but don't make that decision for somebody else. There's no need to necessarily make somebody that just has to be around you because you're in their place of business or somebody that is just simply trying to get to work or get to pick their kids up from school or that also wants to enjoy a little bit of fucking outside like care enough that you don't make other people sick care enough that you know you don't make other people uncomfortable by sharing spaces like i some things are communal you go to the bank it's communal you go to you know a courthouse you go to a movie theater you go to you know even a restaurant like respect other people in that space enough to just do your part i'm not asking you to be my caretaker if i get sick i'm just asking you to give a fuck that we're all going to be able to be here comfortably that's it so be ready to accept whatever consequences one way or the other have a little extra ducat in the pocket just so that if you have to come off more money for accommodations or for quarantining for testing for rechanging flights for now losing wages at work possibly depending on whether or not your job actually is going to pay you for time extra time off the different familial commitments that you may or may not miss if you end up having to stay someplace, like if you're traveling before your kid's birthday. You know what I mean? Like, you're not a bad parent for traveling and having kids, but if you come home, it's like, damn, you wanted to be there for your daughter's birthday. You wanted to be there for your mother and your father's anniversary. You know what I mean? Like, you had plans to get this, you know, your braces fucking taken off. I don't fucking know. Whatever the fuck (laughs) it is, like... The shit that you had lined up for after may or may not happen should you travel and then get sick abroad. So my advice is just be ready. 
do your best because it's not one of those things you can predict, but you know, that whole ounce of prevention worth the pound of cure and all the other kind of shit. So do your best y'all. All right, y'all. So that was our episode. Hope you liked it. Um, Lowe's uh, Instagram is in the description box. Don't forget to check out um, what's the name of the I think the name no, that's not it. I, I'm pretty sure the name of the company is, yeah, it's called bedsideglow.com. So that, that is the direct link. I'll have that in the description box as well. I, this candle smells so good, y'all. It's the, yeah. that shit is so good. So um, I'm gonna have that in the description just because I like it for no other reason than that. And I want you to know that it's out there for you to buy as well. All right, y'all. Any other questions? Hit right. low up. If you have questions for me, hit me up. I appreciate y'all for being here and can't wait to see y'all next week. Oh, and of course, because I try to end every episode because travel is so much more than vacation. Consider when you're abroad, caring about the people that are around you the same way you expect them to care about you. The world is a shared space. As much as you may be able to find your own little pocket in a little corner and to feel as if, you know, your spirit is delighted. Your heart is lifted and happier because this is my special place. I love it here. This is also someone else's home. You are visiting other people the same way when people come to your town, when they are in your city, they are visiting your community. I think that we could all just stand to be a little more um, high in the solidarity department. We are our brother's keepers. We are our sister's keepers. And I think that if we do a great job taking care of ourselves, it can also help us take care of each other. All right. That's my little closing remarks since, you know, something I like to do. Thanks y'all. Bye. Okay, bye guys. Bye.